Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What a weekend. Sports Talk Mississippi. Fun times on Friday night. A long day on Saturday. In places in Mississippi, a rough Sunday with the weather. And uh, if you were in one of those places that was affected by uh, significant storms that made their way through the state yesterday afternoon or last night, certainly we are thinking about you and hopeful that uh, the damage was not too extensive and that it was just physical damage, was not uh, damage related to um, health or loss of life or anything along those lines. So uh, if you endured that yesterday, hang in there, and we are thinking about you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, good to be with you on this Monday afternoon. You want to be part of the show, you can do so on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve... A plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. Southern Miss had to go to Houston. The weekend did not get off to a great start for the Golden Eagles, but boy, did they bounce back in a big way. After getting blanked in game one, they just trounced Rice over the next three ball games. They won three out of four. They stay in the top 25 in the D1 baseball poll, and the RPI is still in pretty Decent shape. Mississippi State had to grind it out on Friday night, and they did just that in extra innings. They had a close game in Game 1 on Saturday, and then got a little bit of breathing room in Game 2 of the doubleheader and completed a sweep of Texas A&M. And Ole Miss, needing a series win in the worst of ways, was able to pull off a sweep this weekend against South Carolina. May have played their best weekend of baseball Game one through game three, inning one through inning nine for three straight games since the opening weekend of the season when they got all three wins against top ten teams at the College Baseball Showdown in Arlington, Texas. So that is where we will begin today. Boys, how was the weekend? A lot of baseball. A lot of baseball for me on the first two days of it. And then a nice, quiet uh, Sunday afternoon. I guess it's the same for you. I think I did the math that... From 6 p.m. until about 11 p.m. 6 p.m. Friday to 11 p.m. Uh, Saturday, so that's a 31-hour period or 30-hour period or something like that. I spent yeah. 17 of it at the ballpark. 
There you go. That You know what? If that's what work is, I'll take it all the time. There are worse places to spend that amount of time over I'm the course speaking of from uh, experience, couple of days. But I agree with you on that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah long, no question Long day at the it. office used to be getting home at 6 in the morning covered in flour. So, yeah, this is much better. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Borky, uh, we missed you on Friday. Good to have you back. Hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I didn't get to spend a lot of time at the ballpark, but I did learn what a silent disco was. Oh, where they put the headphones on you and you dance in the um, uh, like nobody's watching? It, that is, it, so this is going to sound bad because it was my <laughs> my brother in law's wedding, and he is a phenomenal human being, just an incredible guy, and he married apparently a phenomenal human being, and everybody there was friendly and just his friend group, everybody there was awesome. So I feel bad that I'm about to say this, but Silent Disco is the single weirdest, most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I've never heard of it. So what it is, and they set it up in a separate room, which I thought was kind of a nice touch, so you didn't feel awkward with everybody like eating and stuff, like having to watch you. But there is a DJ, like a real DJ, doing DJ things. Mm-hmm. But... Music is not played aloud. Music is only played on these headphones that you wear and dance to the music. So everybody has headphones on and they're dancing. But if you don't have headphones on, you have no idea what they're listening to and the room is silent. So you walk into the silent disco room and it is quiet. But everybody's dancing. It is the strangest thing. I don't understand it. Like, why not just have the DJ playing that music Without headphones on. You know, you know outside of like YMCA being the song, if you walk into the room, you've got no idea what, what they're yeah. listening to. <laughs> you know, I mean, if it's YMCA, you could kind of, you could kind of, you know, go you one plus one is Macarena. two. I think I get it. Yeah, Macarena would be another one. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe the electric slide or the, or the, um, uh, oh, the shuffle. What, what, what's the something shuffle? Cupid shuffle. Lido? I don't know. No, the Cupid Shuffle. I mean, if you see something along those lines, maybe uh, maybe you can figure it out. Otherwise, you get no idea. Yeah. Hey, my, um, my wife was taking a video of it, and you, and you hear one of my sister-in-laws in the background going, I just don't get it. <laughs> like, I just don't get so it. So last summer when we were on vacation, there was kind of an outdoor activity, like in the, I don't know if it was in the afternoon or like at night, but there's like a big kind of, town square type area and they have different types of activities at night you know some nights it's just a bunch of cornhole boards that are out or or whatever and so they were doing silent disco and you you would have to go and like check out the headphones and they're all bluetooth enabled and that is a strange sight to see (laughs) it's a strange (laughs) sight and you can't be the guy that's like singing out loud either because that messes it up it's got to be quiet yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, there was some sentimental thing to it. Like, they went on a date to a silent disco, so they had it at their wedding. Like, I, I understand it. And it looked like everybody was having fun, so the joke's on me. Uh, I was chasing around a year and a half old most of the night, which is basically like dancing, as it turns out. But <laughs> You burn a lot of calories. Did you let him wear headphones and participate in no. the silent disco? <laughs> no. Uh, it would probably just make him mad, and he would throw them down, and he'd break them, and we'd have to pay for them. But I still can't quite understand... Why? Like, if everybody's listening to the same thing, and you have a DJ there, 
why not just let the music play? Like, why do you have to have headphones on when everybody's listening to the same thing anyway? Well, that way the, the people who don't want to participate can just talk. They don't have to, like, yell over the music. Yeah. And it was your in kid, a your room, kid isn't getting annoyed by loud music. Yeah, somebody said uh, they do those type of disco rooms with headphones for people sometimes who have autism because of the sensory issues. If you get your own personal set of headphones, then you can adjust the volume to a level that you can tolerate. I don't know that that was the reason for this. No, they, this was just like it was a, just a, a novelty, wedding. perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shelby Farm. Here's just a random. I don't know if it's a shout out, but Shelby Farms Park in Memphis. It's an awesome place. So if you're up in that area and you want to spend some time outside. It's a cool place to do it. They just cleared like it's like forty five hundred acres, just with running. There, there's a couple of lakes, and you can rent like these little. Mm-hmm. They're like go karts, but you can spin them in three sixty and still go straight. I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. It's a really bad description, but like they're these little low to the ground go karts. They've got you know rope courses, and it was incredible. That place was awesome. The yeah, silent disco is beautiful. Could have gone without, but other yeah. than that, it was a pretty cool place. Heck of a baseball weekend, Borky. Hey, Dad, I always love to start it this way. Give me a big picture thought from the uh, from the weekend as it pertains to uh, baseball. Let's start in Starkville, where Mississippi State got the sweep of Texas A and M. Hey, Dad, big picture thought from the weekend that even with the losing, you know, five of six to Vanderbilt and Arkansas State's only a game out of first in the SEC. Uh, Arkansas still has series with. Uh, Georgia and with Tennessee, I'm sorry, with uh, Tennessee and Florida. Uh, Ole, our Vanderbilt still has a series with Ole Miss. There's an opportunity here with State's final three series to, to, to get ahead and, and maybe even win the SEC in a year where they didn't beat Vanderbilt or uh, or Arkansas but one time. So that's sort of an interesting point uh, to watch over these last three weeks. Yeah, bigger picture even than that, if we're just talking SEC standings, I think we're going to dive a little bit later this afternoon into the standings and look at what they look like and how's this thing going to finish and schedules, you know, three weeks remaining for everybody. Ole Miss is in a similar situation to what you're talking about with Mississippi State. They're two games back. Now, in terms of a tiebreaker, obviously Mississippi State does not have a tiebreaker on Arkansas. Ole Miss doesn't have a tiebreaker on Arkansas or Mississippi State, and so the Rebels would have to actually make up three games to end up as that you know solo Western Division champion, get the number one seed at the SEC tournament, or, or the one seed out of the West, and get the yeah. You get what I'm saying. To, to yes. finish as the one seed in the West, they would have to finish a game clear of both Arkansas and Mississippi State. But with three weeks remaining, nine games left in the regular season, when you're only two games back. Everything's still kind of up for grabs. And frankly, what's Mississippi State's remaining schedule? Uh, As far as conference play, they're at South Carolina this week, then Missouri at home, and then at Alabama. Okay. So it's a manageable final three weeks for Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss has got at Texas A&M this weekend. Then they host Vanderbilt, who looks slightly less... Uh, untouchable, maybe is the right way to say it. Only slightly, but slightly yeah. less. They, they they appear mortal, and then they close out with a road trip to Georgia. So manageable as well. I don't have Arkansas scheduled. I, for some reason, I think Arkansas's remaining nine games are actually probably the most difficult when you look at the three. But they, what does Arkansas they have Tennessee, do? I know they have Tennessee and Florida in the last yeah. three series. I they, don't know there you go. Is. They just keep winning series, and it doesn't seem to matter where they are. 
We'll talk with Scott Berry when we come back about the weekend in Houston where the Golden Eagles got three of four from Rice on the Farm Bureau phone line after this short timeout. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. In Hines County, I-20 eastbound and westbound. All lanes are blocked at the Norell exit. That's exit 31, an accident earlier. Still has all lanes blocked elsewhere. Things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenintatruck.com. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice, and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. 
Time for our weekly conversation with Scott Perry, the head baseball coach at Southern Miss. He joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Another weekend, another series win for the Golden Eagles as they go to Houston and get three out of four from Rice and really a heck of a bounce back after game one. Coach, only four hits in the first game against Rice. You lose that one to six to nothing and then just really just kind of knock the cover off the ball, looks like, for the, uh, for the next three ball games. What's your, uh, what's your big picture takeaway from the weekend before we kind of dive in game by game? Well, you know, obviously I think you talk to any coach across the country that plays weekend series. The goal is to, uh, you know, to win that series somehow, if not sweep it. So, Obviously, that was eliminated a sweep on Friday afternoon when we played one of two games there, uh, and losing that one six to nothing, and really just didn't do anything to to win that game. In all honesty, Richard, and uh, got outplayed uh, on the mound offensively, and uh, you know Rice just took it to us. But we had to, we had to get rid of it real quick because we had to bounce back in 45 minutes and play game two, uh, which we did, and we bounced back really well. Uh, we were able to get momentum back on our side. Walker Powell did an outstanding job uh, pitching in that game and, and giving us a tremendous effort, a complete game. And and we showed up and played really well, and it just kind of rolled on into Saturday and Sunday from there. Is there almost something that was good about getting right back to it with not a whole lot of time to think about it after the way game one went? You know, I think so. But if you look at the, uh, and you know, Certainly, I don't want to make an excuse. I try to always try to figure out why did we not play well on that particular game, and we did the other three. Uh, you know, we didn't get to practice Thursday night in Houston because we had finals that we had to finish up. So we we arrived late in Houston. We went from what was supposed to be a single game on Friday to now a doubleheader on on Friday that was originally supposed to start at two. That got pushed back to four, so you know we never got to hit on the field. Everything was in the cages, so it was kind of almost like getting off a bus per se and and just playing. And uh, and that's the way that we actually played, <laughs> just like that, not for what you would want. And it's like after we got that first, uh, you know, first game out of the way and got punched in the mouth, you know, it, it kind of woke us up and, and we uh, we really played well from there on and and in all aspects. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, of the three phases of, of the game, pitching, hitting, and defense, you need to play two, if not three, to, to win a game. And, and really, games two, three, and four, we, we dominated in all phases. For a three-game stretch, is that as well as you feel like you've played this year? Yeah, I really do. I mean, uh, considering, uh, you know, the uh, – the, the maturity that we've been able to go through as a team from from the beginning of the season, when uh, you know we we knew we were young, we were somewhat inter, inexperienced, uh, and that we were going to have to provide or be uh, provided leadership from just a few of our upperclassmen, uh, none of them being seniors on the position player side, but with having uh, four pitchers that were seniors. We knew there were going to be growing pains along the way, and there certainly has. But you know, I feel like this club has really grown a lot since the beginning. And uh, you know what we did out there in Houston, particularly these last three games, really, really showed me a lot about this club and, and where we've come from the beginning. 
Visiting with Scott Perry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss on the Farm Bureau phone line. Again, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. You know, Coach, when when a team really hits its stride, sometimes it means you're getting production from the entire part of the lineup, not just the first four or five in the order. I was looking at the numbers from from the Saturday game when you went 10-1, to bottom three in the order, so seven, eight, nine in the lineup. They go a combined six for nine and drive in five of the ten runs. That's pretty big when you can get that kind of production at the bottom of the order, isn't it? Well, it really is. Uh, and, you know, every every coach and every team strives for a balanced lineup from top to bottom. You don't always get that. Obviously, you, you try to stack your, your better hitters at, the, at the, the top of the order because those are the ones that come around most often. But, and how important does the bottom of the order become in games not only by, uh, by able to drive in runs, but more importantly to get on for the top of the order when you turn that lineup over. So it just so happens that that particular game, game three, uh, was behind great pitching again, behind Ben Etheridge, who once again, another quality start. He's gone yeah. 14 innings now without giving up a run. And, uh, you know, in this particular game, he went seven, gave up four hits, uh, walked two, which came in the second inning when, when it was raining. And it was the first two hitters of that inning that he walked, but able to, was able to pitch out of it and around it. And, uh, and then put the zeros on the board. And then from there, that's when we kind of kicked it in offensively and, and then, uh, really supported Ben and, and his ability to, uh, to not give Rice anything to, to try to get momentum back on. So Charlie Fisher, 0 for 3 in game one. He did reach base with a walk, but then he goes 2 for 2, 2 for 5, 4 for 5 with five doubles and seven ribbies over the last three games. How important is Charlie right now to your success? Well, he's been our mainstay in that three-hole was our DH uh, all year. He missed the Louisiana Tech series in Ruston because of the week prior against uh, UAB. I'll slide to home, sliced his hand open in two different uh, places that caused to have multiple stitches. So he missed that next weekend against uh, La Tech. So last weekend against Western Kentucky, you know, he was good to go, but he was uh, good to go having not seen any live pitching for two weeks. So not not like riding a bike, you just get back in the plate and start ripping again. You know, I felt like that he had to relearn his timing. Not only that, but he also had to kind of trust his hand and the feeling that was different uh, now prior to, to getting it cut open. But this weekend, uh, certainly he showed up in a big way. He had a lot of big two-out hits for us, a lot of momentum at bats that were right on the line that could have all of a sudden given Rice the momentum that they needed to try to get back in the game. But, you know, his swing of the bat was really backbreakers for them and pushing runs across for us. This is that time of year where the thunderstorms pop up and these fronts blow through and there's just no controlling them. You've already uh, made the decision to move tomorrow night's game against southeastern Louisiana to Wednesday and then Middle Tennessee coming up. So a five-game week on the docket. And I guess as we've talked about, Coach, for the last couple of weeks, this is about just stacking up as many wins as you possibly can and just continuing to build that resume for the postseason. Is that the way you guys are approaching it? Yeah, and I think that's a consensus with all the coaches that are out there right now in positions to build that resume for 
whether it's a host or whether it's uh, an at-large bid, the NCA will determine later. It is. It's about stacking up wins and doing whatever you can to get those wins because each and every game is an opportunity for that win, and it's very important that you know that you capitalize on them. So the selection committee made the announcement last week that instead of just announcing 16 sites, they were going to announce 20 sites that were in the running for the 16. Have you talked to anybody? Do, do you have a, a feeling at this point, kind of looking at where your resume is, do you feel like you guys have got a good chance to be one of the 20 that's announced for the possibility of a host? You know, I don't know about that, but I am. I, I do feel like that was a, a wise decision on their part to extend that to 2016. I mean, to just put your 16 out there right now, I just don't think is in the best interest of what's happening with, with college baseball and how it differs from week to week. Obviously, giving more teams and then deciding later to kind of see where the dust settles is the right thing to do. So, where we are in that, I have no idea. Uh, I really don't. Uh, you know, you know, you know me. I don't. I don't even check the RPIs. Of course, I don't have to because when I do shows uh, earlier today, I did a, a show. They're always telling you what the RPIs are <laughs> of not only our program but other programs in our league and Conference USA is is having a tremendous year with four teams right now in the top 20. Um, and so we're, you know, we're really proud of that in, in the body of work that our league, which we've been working hard to try to get established for the past few years as one of the top leagues out there. So, uh, you know, right now everybody's just in that position that, that have put in for bids that they hope that they're going to be in consideration. But I haven't had, I haven't had any, any kind of communication with anybody about that. Uh, only a little less than a minute left, but I mean that's a great point you make about Conference USA trying to kind of—it's uh, not even establish itself, but maybe just get that respect. And it's crazy because it's some different teams. Obviously, you guys are in the conversation every year, but to have Charlotte there and Old Dominion there, and then Louisiana Tech with the season they're having, it really does speak to the uh, maybe the depth of the league. Well, and, you know, I think what else it, it really shows is that, you know, this is the first year that we've split our conference into two divisions, in the East and the West. And what I think is neat is you've got two teams that are in that talk and in that consideration and in that top 20 that are from our side, us and Law Tech, and you've got two teams from the other side, Old Dominion and Charlotte, that are in that talk and also in the top 20. So it really kind of balances our league out with those that surround us in those divisions. So uh, I think it's a great scenario right now, given the uh, the landscape of our conference uh, as we see it today. That may change next year or within two years. We may go back to the old way. But right now, I think the parity... From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. The Spring Saving Spectacular at Mazda of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right. Spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Saving Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting a three-day total of 500 new COVID-19 cases. The latest report, which covers Friday through Sunday, brings the state's total number of cases up to 312,400. With the confirmation of eight additional deaths, 7,207 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. As we enter a new week, nearly 1.7 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine have been given across the state. And Mississippi was impacted by yet another round of severe weather Sunday night, with the Weather Channel reporting the possibility of over a dozen tornadoes. The most significant damage appears to be in Calhoun City and Tupelo, with images emerging this morning showing the destruction left behind by the storms. For more, including drone footage of the damage, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com.
This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 on Super Talk Mississippi. So since Scott Barry alluded to it at the end of his conversation, let's just give you an update on the RPI and where it stands right now. We'll start with Conference USA since that what excuse me that is what we were just discussing. Charlotte is sitting at eleven in the RPI. They're thirty-one and fourteen overall, eleven in the RPI, thirteen in their strength of schedule. Then you've got Old Dominion at fourteen, Southern Miss at nineteen. One spot behind Louisiana Tech at 18. So those are the four Conference USA teams that are top 20. Now, SEC. Arkansas at one with a strength of schedule of three. Mississippi State at three in the RPI with a strength of schedule of two. Vanderbilt is four. Their strength of schedule not as good. It's 34. Then you've got Tennessee at seven and 20. Ole Miss at 9 in the RPI. So the Rebels jumped six spots over the weekend from 15 going into game one against South Carolina to 9, and they are at 10 in strength of schedule. That kind of tells you just how big this weekend was for Ole Miss. South Carolina drops from 10 going into the weekend to 15. So despite being swept, they're sitting at 15 in both the RPI and their overall strength of schedule. LSU is at 22. Alabama is at 27. Florida is at 29. Look out, here come the Gators. They got uh, two at home this weekend from Vanderbilt. They've still got Arkansas coming up. And we get the message that we almost always get. Please explain RPI. Um. RPI may be less important this year than it has been in years gone by because you don't have everybody playing other conferences. You've got the, what, Mideast Athletic Conference, the MEAC, only playing against themselves, the Big Ten only playing against themselves, and so it skews the RPI a little bit this year. RPI stands for Ratings Percentage Index, and it is a metric that is used to determine how good teams are in comparison to the teams they play and the teams they play who they play. And it puts weight, more weight on winning on the road than it does at home. Uh, I think, Borky, if you can help me remember, a home win is worth 
a neutral site win is worth, I mean, it's like a baseline of one, and then a road win is worth 1.3. Does that sound right, guys? It's something like that, yeah. It's something like that, yes. Yeah. So RPI factors in who you play, how you do, who your opponents play, how they do, and who your opponent's opponents play. So it's not like something that we can sit down with a calculator and figure out ourselves. We've got to either go to D1 Baseball or to Warren Nolan or Boyd's World, if he's still doing that, and kind of just trust them on the math. But it is it is one of the tools in the toolbox for the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee uh, that is a metric on how they judge how good and how strong teams are across all of college baseball. And you can see that's two you know, conference USA. They they got some strong teams this year. They're, they're gonna, they do. I mean, they legitimately sh- could get three hosts, which is incredible to think about. Yeah. Um, and then the the SEC, I mean, it just is what it is there every year. Yeah, and I think the interesting question is how many SEC teams ultimately get to host. I mean, you you feel really good about three national seeds and possibly four, mm-hmm. and then after that, so so you got. One, three, four, seven, nine, fifteen in the RPI. Yeah. So is that six? So I mean I think Arkansas, Vandy, State, Tennessee will all host. I'm not, I'm not gonna get into the national seeds. Yeah. And then I think Ole Miss put themselves right back in it this weekend. They'll probably host right now they're hosting. We'll see how the season finishes. Or like sure. not even the season, but you know. See how it pans out. And then South Carolina could get their way back into it, um, I guess. Huge opportunity for South Carolina, quite frankly, this weekend hosting Mississippi State. Yeah, they, they need to find a way to win that series. I don't know if they will, but they need to find a way. And then, So, yeah, five seems right and then could get six. Yeah. Yeah. But three of the top four are probably going to be SEC schools, too. I do think Florida is trending in the direction of being a host. I forgot, I forgot about Florida. Yes, Florida is, is. I mean, they were a two seed last week in the Charlotte Regional. Ole Miss was a two seed in the Louisville Regional. That's on the D one. Yeah, got I, I, Louisville should be out of the hosting discussion at this point, in my opinion. They're not. They're not good. Uh, so Ole Miss would take that spot, and then Florida. I mean, yeah, they're probably going to jump into somebody's spot there and, and end up as a very dangerous, like, 14 or 13 seed Yeah, that nobody wants to play. Well, and, I mean, there's a reason that Florida was the preseason number one team in the country. Yeah. And Kevin O'Sullivan has been tinkering and tinkering and tinkering, and all of a sudden the Gators are really starting to play well. And, you know, we've, we've kind of used it to talk about different things, but but you get 30 games in the SEC. And d- despite the opinions of some, your SEC season is not over after week four, five, six, or even seven. got to play all ten weekends, and they all count. Now, this year's a little bit different because a week from today, one week from today, hopefully by now, we will know who the 20 teams are that are in the mix for hosting. Uh, May 10th, a week from today, is the uh, the day. And so there's the opportunity for one more set of data points, right? Or has, are, are we under the are we under the belief that the decision on who those 20 teams has already been made and it's only going to be announced a week from today? That was how it was reported that they will they have that, made the decision on the 20 teams. 
and then they Which will would, just announce it a week later. I just don't understand how that can be, though, because Ole Miss is at, is at Texas A&M, right, this week? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay, I, I, don't, I think Ole Miss will win that series pretty easily. But what if something crazy happens and they get swept? You can't you can't put them out there as a host team at that point. I I, I feel like th- this is all the NCAA's thing. Oh yeah, that's what we're going to do. But in reality, what they're going to do is they're going to wait till the last possible second to make their decisions because they can. And and frankly, they should. I mean, this ne- this never made any sense from the get go, and they've already had one dose of common sense. And saying, you know what, we're not going to limit it to 16. We're going to go to 20, you know, that'll be in the mix. And that seems to make a lot of sense. It, it feels like the um, the announcement they made and the criteria that they put out there is open for internal interpretation. So, uh, Zach says, what are your thoughts on how they made such an idiotic decision to choose teams before the season is over? Uh, welcome to Sports Talk Mississippi, Zach. <laughs> Let me tell you how we feel about the NCAA and its decision-making process kind of across the board. Uh, it makes no sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Michael Borky has, uh, I think, probably spelled it out as well as anybody when he said, look, tell every team that's out there that's submitting a bid, this is the criteria for being a host this year. These are the safeguards that you've got to have in place. This is what we are going to require. You must meet these standards. If you cannot meet these standards, do not put a bid in to host. If you put into a bid to host, you're going to have to meet the following criteria. And then just announce it as normal. Everybody's already taken the steps to do what they need to do to prepare in the event that they are a host and then just announce them as normal, but that's not what the NCAA is doing. It's equally idiotic that they're going to restrict attendance as well. I mean, it just is. I mean, every day we get a new announcement from the CDC, loosening restrictions, lessening restrictions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We have how much? What? Going back to the Super Bowl the first week of February, we've got five, six months of data now that clearly shows that outdoor athletics events are not spreader scenarios. They're not major spots of transmission. They've been real big on talking about um, local mandates and, you know, state guidelines and local guidelines ruling the day, except when it's not convenient. And uh, this might, we might look up and we, we might have some states that don't have any mandates in place. They don't have any restrictions in place because guess what? We don't need to have any restrictions in place at this point because people have brains and they're allowed to use their brains. But the NCAA is a little short on brain power, and that's proven on about a weekly basis. So here we are. Is that a good summary for Zach? Yeah. Um, I mean, New York City is going to be opening basically as open as they've been since it started here in a couple weeks. The most densely populated area in the country is about to go full open. Yeah. But college baseball in Mississippi, a state with vaccines readily available, a couple months from now will have to be restricted. True statement. Explain that.
Good luck. Unsplainable. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. We will have winners and losers about 15 minutes from right now to begin the 4 o'clock hour. We want to hear from you on those, 601-879-4395. We will take a quick timeout, and we'll continue with you after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. So far in Hines County, still dealing with an accident on 20, has all lanes blocked, east and westbound at exit 31. All lanes are blocked both directions. Expect delays elsewhere, nothing else uh, causing any major problems, nothing major anyway. Please buckle up, drive safe, have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $30 on X2 Power boat batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Gallo here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens, military first responders. Count on William at AC Experts at 769 Cool. You can email theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts. And if you mention me, you'll get $50 off your service call. And if you didn't get the number, tweet me or text me personally and I'll send you the contact. Or the AC Experts. Highly recommended. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants, the bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping, and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601 922 
800-800-4444. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Let's go back to Friday night in Starkville. Game one, Bulldogs win at 8-7, to seven, but it took a while. And then Brian Haydad, when he got the news about a doubleheader on Saturday immediately after the game, I was actually listening to the post game. Jim Ellis was uh, interviewing Chris Lamonis, and, and uh, Chris tells Jim that, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, we're going to play a doubleheader tomorrow. We're going to get started at 2 o'clock. And Jim goes, uh, that, uh, that's uh, that's new news to us. He's like, well, I don't know if I was supposed to say it yet or not, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> then Hayden found out shortly thereafter, and he was like, so much for a day off for a long, quiet Saturday night. Yeah. It was a long Friday night. It was. You got a free Sunday, though. So at least I did get that. a free Sunday, and I took advantage of that. But uh, four hours, yeah. fifty-seven minutes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whoo! Yeah. Thank, thank you, Tanner Allen. I, I appreciate that. I, I wanted to go home. Bulldogs uh, yeah. jumped out to a uh, to a two nothing lead. A and M got three runs in the top of the fourth to go up three two. Mississippi State tied it at three in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, the next four runs went to Texas A&M. They led it 7-3. to three. Then Mississippi State got three runs in the bottom of the seventh inning to make it 7-6. to six. They got a run in the bottom of the ninth inning to force extras. No runs in the tenth, no runs in the eleventh. A&M, no runs in the top of the twelfth inning. And then Tanner Allen walks it off with a solo home run to right field on a 2-0 pitch. He was in a fastball count, and he got it, and he delivered 8-7 to seven. Friday night fireworks and whatnot. Yeah. No runs in the 10th, 11th, and 12th because that's when Landon Sims was pitching. Uh, completely shut the, shut down Texas A&M as he has done to pretty much everybody he's uh, been up against this year. Um, not a great st- state starting pitching this weekend. Bednar was, was okay on Saturday, but Friday night and then the second game on Saturday, McLeod and Frista were not at their best uh, for sure. So state's bullpen got a lot of work. I mean, of course, after Friday, Sims was unavailable because he pitched, you know, three full innings on uh, on Friday. Yeah. So they couldn't go back to him on Saturday. So state, and that's something we'll ask Crystal Munis about in just a few minutes. But uh, their bullpen, some some new faces are starting to pop up in that bullpen, which is great 
for the Bulldogs because they've been so kind of relying on Landon Sims and maybe a couple other guys. They could use some some help. Uh, and some of those guys showed up this week, including Cam Tuller, who pitched in all three games and, and had pitched meaningful at-bats in, in all three games. We get to the point where he is the matchup guy. Well, I think he's 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 coming out of that role a little bit and becoming more of a, just a guy they feel they can go to. He's definitely the guy they when they when they need a left-handed arm, he's he's the first choice because Houston Harding is the guy who, you know, you've got to sort of settle him in for long relief like they did in game 2 on Saturday where he had to come in in the, in the third inning and take over for Fristo. But I think Toller has shown enough now that you, he's just a guy you can bring in and just trust him to get people out. Yeah. Well, that certainly is a good spot to be in Mississippi State now, thirty and ten overall. Did you think they played well this weekend? Not particularly. I thought the you know, the, the last game was the best game. Uh, I thought Friday night's game was very typical Mississippi State that they uh, that they they found some timely hits here and there, and they get they got good pitching when they needed it. Obviously, when Sims comes in, the game is pretty much pretty much over. Um, but I thought Saturday, you know, they didn't play well at all in the first game, uh, but they they did enough to win. And then the the second the second game on Saturday, I thought you know the bat showed up a little bit more. The pitching was a little bit better. Defensively, they had some issues this week. That's why they had to make some lineup changes. They took Cam James out of the uh, the defensive lineup and just let him DH. They took Josh Hatcher out of the lineup completely. Brad Cumbus goes into left field. I think he may have won that position at this point. He's he's he had a really good weekend at the plate. But State didn't play its cleanest baseball at all. Not not, not even close to it. I think Chris Lemonis would tell you the same thing. But at the same time. The most important thing is they got three wins. Yeah. Cumbus brings a lot of energy to the lineup also, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a fan favorite, too, being a football player. and I mean, he's a six foot 230, 240-pound baseball player, so it's just fun to watch him watch him go. And he, you know, he, he, he definitely uh, you know, uh, works with the crowd uh, when, he, when he's up there at the plate. But, you know, until this weekend, you, know, you weren't really sure what you had with him. But this weekend when he got to see a, a, a lot of pitches – he was hitting the ball pretty well. had a had a big home run in game three. Uh, had the big uh, double on Friday night. That that's you know he was the tying run uh, there in the uh, in the I guess that's the eighth inning. So big weekend for him. And like I said, State's looking for somebody. They've been looking all year long. It seems for somebody just to grab that left field position. I think Cumbus may have done that this weekend. Did it get to a point in game one on Saturday, three to two game, where it felt like uh oh this doesn't look good? Yeah, because State was having some issues hitting. Uh, they weren't playing the, the cleanest baseball, uh, and there were there were times where I thought, man, if A and M could just because it's three to two, right? You feel like okay, State's doing okay, but you know, one swing of the bat ties this game, and A and M has shown you some power this weekend, but State just kept getting outs basically, and that's that's why they were able to win that game. They just they just, they just didn't falter, and A and M did. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Chris Lavonis will join us at 4.20. Mike Bianco will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk about the Rebel Sweep of South Carolina and the week that is upcoming. This is Sports Talk Mississippi with you on a Monday. Winners and Losers is next. For 
News. I'm Karen McHugh. President Biden's on the road and pitching his nearly $2 trillion American Families Plan. I think it's about time we start giving tax breaks and tax credits to working class families and middle class families instead of just the very wealthy. The president at Tidewater Community College in Virginia, he's also proposed a nearly $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Funeral services today for the victim of a controversial police shooting. A private funeral for Andrew Brown Jr. was filled with both prayer and promises for further political action in the wake of Brown's killing at the hands of a sheriff's deputy in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. It is up to us to make the plea for justice. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump is representing the family, which continues to demand the release of a body-worn camera recording of the shooting. Fox's Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Get ready to laugh. I hear somebody yelling across the parking lot. Chad Brather, is that you? Chad Brather here. I want to invite you to join me in Forest, Mississippi. Am I Crazy Comedy Tour is coming to town May 27th. We're going to be at the Scott County Forest Convention Center. Cole Ford's going to be there. My life, my life is perfect. My truck, my girl, all work. Dean's going to join us as well. Tickets now at watchchad.com, May 27th. Forced Mississippi. Get your tickets at watchchad.com. We'll see you there. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Multiple tornadoes were reported across the state Sunday. Rich Thompson is the lead meteorologist with the National Weather Service. We had a series of tornadoes that started near the Mississippi River in that area generally west of Jackson, Mississippi, and continued northeast. Two hard-hit areas include Calhoun City and Tupelo. We had a storm produce a tornado in parts of Tupelo and resulted in some damage. For more on the severe weather, visit supertalk.fm. And police are currently involved in a slow-speed chase on I-10 in Harrison County. According to several reports, they're in pursuit of Eric Smith, who's accused of shooting two people in Louisiana this morning and then leaving the scene with a four-month-old child who may be on his lap as he drives along the interstate. Smith is driving a blue Nissan Ultima with tinted windows and should be considered armed and dangerous. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. Free up your time. With Steel, you can spend less time working on your yard and more time doing the things you love. Not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Steel is only available through our 10,000 local steel dealers. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Get big league performance in your backyard with steel battery tools. From mowers to trimmers, our AK Homeowner Series starts at just $199.99. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Pick up at over 10,000 local dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. 
A pair of sweeps in Oxford and Starkville highlighted the weekend in Mississippi College Baseball. Coming off four series losses in a row, Ole Miss picked up a much-needed series sweep over South Carolina as they hope to get back in the regional host conversation. Mississippi State's walk-off victory on Friday propelled the Bulldogs to a sweep over Texas A&M. Southern Miss dropped game one of their series at Rice but stormed back to win three of four. And an engine manufacturing company in Hattiesburg is expanding. Kohler announced it would expand its current operations, creating 75 new jobs and bring in an additional $6 million in capital investments. Mayor Toby Barker said, originally recruited to Hattiesburg more than 20 years ago, it is now the city's second largest manufacturing employer. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm and download the Supertalk Mississippi app. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. The internet can be a dark and dismal place, a cesspool of sorts, but sometimes people are witty and it sure can make you laugh. Not that anybody is necessarily taking joy in the news that Bill and Melinda Gates will no longer be wed in holy matrimony, but some of the comments to the story, (laughs) you know, they say never, never read the comments. Some of these are, whoo, maybe his vaccine can fix it. Oh. We ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this new life. Yes, yeah, so did the rest of us when we started using your products. A lot of good that did for us. <laughs> She's finally headed up to here with the blue screen of death and went out and bought an iMac. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I wonder if she's going to make some school teacher's you know dreams come true the way uh, Bezos's uh, wife ex wife did. You, you don't think that guy's still teaching Common Core math? Probably not. He's probably sitting at home by the pool right now. 
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation, we would love for you to join us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. That is the number. Get ready for faster phones. Ceasefire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. It's Monday, and so it is time for winners and losers. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser, baby. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. You know how this works. We've been doing it for a really long time. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? You know which is which. One category is winners. The other category is losers. We will give you ours. We'll circle back to yours coming up in just a little while. Uh, no question, uh, no uh, indication as to whether Silent Disco is a winner or a loser, but Michael Borky can lead us off. So it kind of got buried in the weekend because of, well, at least around here with baseball in the NFL draft, but the Kentucky Derby, and specifically the winning horse, and not just because that was uh, Bob Baffert's, what, seventh, seventh Kentucky Derby win, which is a record, and he's the best, and uh, a horse that had 12-1 to 1 odds, which is a considerable long shot, but do you know the, the background of the horse? Did, did you watch this at all? I know a lot of people didn't because of baseball, but... So, but, uh, yeah, I didn't watch all of it, but uh, Medina Spirit, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, give me the backstory. Why so is he that winner? horse, I was actually listening to a podcast where uh, they had their horse race, racing expert explain this. So this horse was sold at auction by somebody who was going through a divorce, and that person had this horse and said, "Just sell it. I don't just get something. Give me something. I need money. Sell the horse." Horse got one bid, one thousand dollars is all this horse sold for. The person that bought it turned the horse around and sold it for about $35,000, which sounds like a lot in thoroughbred horse racing. It's still pennies. So this horse ended up at Bob Baffert's training facility for $35,000 to be a mark for other horses. So it was supposed to be just a horse that the other horses just kind of beat up on, but learned how to run in front of and race against and win. Because the natural... Apparently, the natural uh, instinct of a horse is to run in a herd. So they've got to train them to beat the other horses. So they bought this one to be slower than the better horses they had so they could learn how to win races. Well, this horse started beating them all. What was beating everybody? The better horses, the million-dollar horses, couldn't keep up with this. So they started racing him, and boom, he wins a Kentucky Derby. He went from a $1,000 horse in an auction to the Kentucky Derby winner because he just refused to lose. It's pretty cool. I know we're limited on time right here, but we do have three hours, and every single year, this guy, Travis Scott, deserves to be on the winner's list. Here, 19 three-year-olds. All in line and ready for the start. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. And off to a solid beginning here. 
and it will be Medina's spirit who comes out the best to take the early lead. Soup and Sandwich on the outside, away running in second. Helium is close up to the pace in between those two, and these three will lead them early. And then it's Hot Rod Charlie behind them, Mangaloon on the inside. Essential quality is outside of horses and four lengths from the front early. And then it's Superstock, followed by Highly Motivated. Rock Your World's coming from well off the pace here as they make their way into the turn. He's a good ten lengths off the lead. And toward the inside, it's Opesos. They're being followed by Midnight Bourbon, who's well off the pace as well. Mike the King is next on the inside, and Brooklyn Strong. Dynamic One is next. No agenda. Followed on the outside by Hidden Stash. And at the back of the pack earlier, Bourbonic and the trailer is keep me in mind. The first half mile was 46.7 seconds and Medina Spirit leads them up the back stretch. The Bomb Paffer trainee is three quarters of a length in front. Soup and Sandwich on the outside second. Mangaloon drafts in right behind the front runners third on the inside. Then it's Helium in fourth. Hot Rod Charlie behind them. Essential quality begins to move on the far outside as they make their way around the far turn. Medina Spirit is still the leader here and man Mandaloon comes on the scene on the outside, a half-length behind. Essential quality and put the pressure. Hot Rod Charlie right in behind the leaders. Flavian Pratt asking him to go now as they make their way to the top of the stretch. Medina Spirit and Mandaloon are stride for stride. Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Mandaloon fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. Essential Quality on the far outside. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Beffert does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. I love that. Travis Stone. And for part of that, I don't know if you do this or not. I close my eyes. Because this is a television broadcast. It's the track announcer. But that's a perfect radio broadcast because you can absolutely close your eyes, hear the 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 hooves as they're hitting the dirt. And the way he describes it, I mean, it is the most beautiful picture. Travis Stone, track announcer, Churchill Downs, winner. How you can do that? He didn't make a single mistake. You noticed that, no. I'm sure. I mean, no, he didn't. How, how do you do that? Practice. I actually thought this year, and I'd have to go back and compare it to previous years, I thought in the first half of the race, he actually slowed down a little bit more. He didn't try to cram quite as much information into the first half of the race, but... Man, did, did it? Can you just feel that building to a crescendo as they make the turn for the home stretch? The only thing I miss, and, and I guess it was one of the previous track announcers who, who used to use down the stretch they come. I miss that. When they make that final turn, I want to hear in down the stretch they come. Don't get that from him, but that's okay. Maybe it's not his thing. That was great. Great, great, great. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. Oof. Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for good content on social media. I mean, okay. I don't know why that is. And so mine, mine is going to be all the NFL teams putting out. I love the phone call videos. I was watching them all weekend long when they're calling the draft picks and letting them know some of them are emotional. Some guys are fired up. I think my favorite was the long snapper talking to Matt Rule who thought he was being called about a free agent contract, and the rule has to go, no, man, I just drafted you. And he's like, what? 
Chill out. What? He didn't. He couldn't was believe that the kid he had from been Alabama. Yeah. No, is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Two yeah, long snappers. Che- cheeseburger went to. Um... Cheeseburger. Where did he go? Did he go to Ron Rivera. And Washington. Who... Yeah, he went to Washington. Know... Cheeseburger, the snapper from cheese... Michigan. I don't know who Cheeseburger is, but okay. Yeah, well, the, they make the calls best it. one was Denver, where the GM of the Broncos is on the phone with another GM and says. Oh, that's great. I got somebody that's going to offer me more and just hangs up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing this kind of stuff. So kudos to all those teams uh, putting that kind of content out. I, I enjoyed it all weekend long. I don't know if this is a person or an entity. Maybe I think it's just the moment that belongs on the winner's list. So I thought I had to work two games this weekend. Uh, I was supposed to do Friday and Sunday, but when they sandwiched it into a doubleheader, I ended up not having to work at all on Saturday. So we didn't go to the first game, the first Ole Miss-South Carolina game. We went to the second game. And when Tim Elko came out of the dugout and started taking swings in the on-deck circle, there was like this little buzz that started. And then more and more people saw him in the on-deck circle. And by the time that Kale Baker popped out or grounded out or whatever it was he did, and Tim Elko starts strolling toward the batting circle, torn ACL and all, way before Glenn Waddell ever calls his name out, the entire place is on its feet, and it was as big a chill bump moment as you will find. That entire moment, Tim Elko stepping back into the batter's box, even though he just popped out to the second baseman, Absolutely on the winner's list. Chris Lamonis joins us next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations, serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Well, that accident on 20 eastbound and westbound had traffic blocked at exit 31 has been cleared. No further delays there. We are starting to see heavy delays, 20 westbound at the stack, as well as 55 southbound starting right there at the Pearl River and heading 20 eastbound. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8520. We think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary. That's why at Junikers, we're doing something about it. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th, you can buy directly from the Diamond Cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry Company. Our Diamond Cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three-quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One carats for under $2,000. And two carat diamonds. 
diamonds for only $5,500. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing. Interest-free. Guys, this is how you buy a diamond. The Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands, directly from our cutters. Three days only. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th. Don't you dare miss it. I'll be here to shake your hand. Junica Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junicajewelry.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We continue our Monday baseball edition of the show. We will circle back to winners and losers and finish that up with you in just a little while. But right now we go to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. Well, Coach, when you play three games in a week and you win three games, it's hard to do much better than that. Congratulations on a good week. Thanks, guys. They, uh, you know, didn't play our best, but we got three wins, and that's all you can ask for, and probably played our best one there at the end. I know we've talked about this with you before, but is is this weekend like example one of it doesn't really matter what the records say when you go into a weekend? And I know it's cliche to go anybody can beat anybody, but this is kind of it, right? I mean, two one-run games and then a, a close-ish game in game three? Well, to me, they're some of the harder ones to coach because, you know, everybody around thinks you're, oh, we're supposed to sweep. And it's just so hard to sweep anybody anywhere in the SEC. And the, the talent level is so high. I mean, we sat in our locker room after game three, and as coaches just, you know, Texas A&M's had a tough run lately, and, and, and we barely win all three games. And we've had a really good season. So it just shows you the there's such a fine line between winning and losing in our league right now. Are you surprised at this point when another team pitches to Tanner Allen? <laughs> Sometimes I am. You know, uh, I just, you know, it, it's he's been really good. I mean, it's it's it seems he has to come to the plate and they have to pitch to him a lot of times. And he um, he has a knack for getting that. You know, he gets a lot of hits, but man, he gets a lot of big hits. And um, man, it's uh, he's been really good this month. I mean, he's had a he's had a really nice couple weeks. We were talking to one of the, and I don't remember, I don't remember if it was Aaron Fitt last week or, or somebody else. Maybe it was one of the guys from ESPN, and they just said, you know, I, I feel like we've gotten to that point where teams aren't going to pitch to him. And I asked Jay Powell about that when we visited with him on Friday, and he said I wouldn't. And, and he said maybe that's a little bit more of a pro mindset where you say I'm not letting that guy beat me. Does that happen in college? Do you see it some? Yeah, you, you know, we say it in our, you know, in our meetings, you know, we're we're saying it about kids, but. The reality is, 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 um, 
you know, it still happens. And what happens is the situation comes up to where you have to pitch to him. It was like the old Miss game. I mean, I turned to our coach right next to me and I said, hey, it's, it's there couldn't be a better place, a better time to have our best player there. And they had their best arm on the mound too, but, um, you know, it just he gets up there at the right times. But there's time I see people pitch around him. It, it's not the intentional walk, it's the unintentional, but um, they're, they're making him, you know, it's a lot of off speed right now. He's getting pitched pretty tough. Coach, speaking of having your best arm on the mound, how how many innings were you willing to go with Landon Sims on Friday? You got three. How much further could he have gone? I think he could on gone two more. I mean, he's kind of got to, you know, we've run him out there 60, 70 pitches at times. So, um, you know, we've used him in a different way than most, you know, most closers very rarely. I think he's pitched twice on a weekend once, you know, and that was at, uh, was at the Ole Miss weekend maybe. But he hasn't. He hasn't pitched, you know, his innings and numbers, you know, they're not crazy. We haven't overpitched him. And so, uh, I felt comfortable letting him go out there. And he probably, you know, he'll go all this whole week and not pitch either. So he'll, he'll pitch, you know, from Saturday to Saturday or something. So, but we, we felt like we could run him out there another inning or two. And then part of, of that coming, you know, the way he pitched on Friday night was you got to use a couple of other guys on the weekend, Cam Tuller and Stone Simmons. They seem to have become a little bit more, you know, reliable pieces for you over the past couple of weeks. You know, what's what's been the key to their emergence for you? I think opportunity, number one. I mean, Stone's just gotten that opportunity. Stone's a real strike thrower, so we know, you know, they're going to have to get hits to beat Stone, and he's he's got good stuff. I mean, uh, Cam Tuller, you know, Cam Tuller may have been one of the top left-handed Juco player to show up in the country, um, and he, he wasn't great in the fall. He wasn't great in spring training and had a slow start. And then this weekend, that's the best I've ever seen Cam Tuller throw, and he threw the best in game three. I mean, he's up to 92 in the breaking ball, and and uh, man, if we get him going like he pitched this past weekend, man, we got we got a really nice piece to our bullpen, and he's showing that he can pitch day to day and 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 kind of whatever we need. But we we brought him in thinking he was a weekend starter on this staff, and so um, it's nice to see him kind of find his old self. Chris Lamone is visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line, head baseball coach at Mississippi State Bulldogs. Got the sweep over Texas A&M at home this weekend. Chris, last time you kind of gave us a little bit of insight when we were talking about the shift into the uh, the debates that you have with your coaches on you know different issues. I'm curious, going back to Landon Sims, I know you've got something that's unbelievably special in what you're able to do with him at the back end of the game. Have those conversations or debates been there about what what could this guy do for us as a starter if we wanted to go that route? I think we we spoke about it. I mean, it's it's for real. I mean, there's certain pieces there, and I'm sure later in his career he'll move into a role like that. But um, you know, it's just he's been so good at doing it this way. You know, it's just it's just hard to take him out of that. And we feel like you know we've had some ups and downs with starters at times this year, but I think most people in our league have so with with their starters. And so um, you feel like with Landon, you got a chance that you're winning one and maybe two, and he's having an influence in two games over a weekend and. Um, we get to pick which games those are. And it, you know, we've, you know, Coach Fox has done a great job of picking, you know, you know, when and where to use him because it's never easy with him because you want to make sure both of us this weekend, we went out there late in that game on Friday night and we went best guy, best guy. And when you go best guy, best guy and, and you lose, boy, that makes for a long weekend because especially, when, and then we turned around and had to play a doubleheader. So, um, well, and you brought him in the I, tie I think we game, could right? It wasn't with a starter. He could be, what's that? No, I was saying you brought him in in a tie game. So, I mean, it was like, hey, you yeah. you got to go keep this thing until we can get it done offensively. I know. The book says you're supposed to, like, at home, you don't use your club. You know, you got all the rules. But, I, 
I, our book's the Landon Sims book, so we just use him to win. <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, you know, it's. Um, I tell our team after every game, I sure am glad Landon's on our team. You know, because it's he's just. You know what he is? He's not only a great pitcher; he's so intense. He he like rises the level of everybody on the field. You know, it was. He just has that about him. It seems like we always play good defensively behind him, or most part, and then offensively too. Though you see us jump out there, and and there's just a lot of, uh, you know, we seem to swing it behind him. Some pitchers just have that about him. Are you excited about the uh, the trip to Charleston, the the stop off at the Citadel uh, before you you head to Columbia for the weekend? I am, I am. It's 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 a nice trip for us. I mean, we usually we're playing like Memphis this week, you know, and, and then we play them and then head to South Carolina. Well, what happens is those other leagues they went to four game weekends, so they're not playing midweek. So it was hard to get midweek games this time of year. And when we looked at our schedule and had an opening. You know, it just made sense. And I always wanted to, you know, at some point in my career here, I'd like to go back to the Citadel. Well, this one made it kind of easy and go down there and play a game and then, and then head over to Columbia the day, the next day. And, you know, me and my wife and my kids, we spent about 17 years at the Citadel as a player and a coach. And, um, you know, Scott Foxhall's, you know, he went to the school down the road. We were rivals for a long time. Um, he went to the College of Charleston. So he's kind of going home. And because of our ties, and we have some of the best players in the state of South Carolina signed to come here in the future. And so it gets us back there, lets those recruits see us. We get to see some family and friends and, and uh, knocks out a lot of things on one trip. Just the key is you got to play good baseball. So. so so Wikipedia is my friend here. You guys played in the College World Series when you were at the Citadel? 1990, College World Series. So Mississippi State was in that College yep. World Series as well. Yep. That was, uh, cool Mississippi State that? was there. I think every time um, – I feel like every time I've gone there, like 2007, Mississippi State was there. I mean, 2013, I was there with Mississippi State. Like, it's been a lot. I wasn't a player on the 1990 team. I was like the bullpen catcher, literally. But I became a starter the next year. I think I had nine at-bats. But um, our second baseman was Dan McDonald, who's the head coach at Louisville. And the third baseman was Tony Skoll, who's now the head coach at the Citadel. So we have a lot of guys still out there playing. But, um, yeah, it was a pretty special year. Uh, Best team ever at the Citadel, I guess, in, in the history of the school. Yeah, that's really cool. What was the challenge of, of playing there? Because that's, I mean, we're talking military school also. I mean, so it wasn't just student-athlete, right? Yeah, shave your head, walk in the gutter. You know, you got to be in on the weekends. And um, it was about the only place I could play at. So that was the key for me is, you know, being able to – my high school coach had played at the Citadel, and I had an opportunity to go there, you know, on some – I was a walk-on academic type of kid. And so I got a chance to go there, and it was uh, – a. It was pretty cool. It was a great experience. I've, you know, my best friends for life. It's, it's not an easy place to be at. Never, you know, never an easy place. And I tell you, my first week on the job at Louisville, I was asking myself, why did I go to the Citadel? This Louisville's so much fun compared to the <laughs> Citadel. But, um, but when you come out of the Citadel, it's amazing the, the, the network you have and the friendships you have. And, you know, just pretty, you know, the military brings out a lot of great things in, in you in terms of teamwork and, you know, friendships and things like that. And, um, I feel like that was a huge. If I if I wouldn't have gone to the Citadel, I wouldn't be in college baseball right now. So uh, I'm so thankful for my time there, and and I, I got to you know I got to play there, and then I coached there. So I had you know I have two sides of it that uh, I spent a lot of time there, and it means a lot to to me and my family. I can tell you that. They were going to name a building after you on that campus. What should it What should it host? Gosh, I don't know. My old coach said my I played for Chow Port, and he said the Portalette. So I don't know. I don't have one like that. You know, uh, that's pretty good. They, they probably would name the mess hall after me if you asked all my buddies. So they give me a hard time. So they, uh, but it was a, um, you know, it was it was a good time. And we're actually going through there and lifting on Thursday. So 
I get to take the guys through there, and I told them that these are these are tough dudes down here at the Citadel. They better be careful. So, um, but they, um, you know, it'll be good to show the ball club and take them through there. And it's a really unique campus, and Charleston's such a cool city. They'll enjoy, you know, going to Charleston and hanging out for a couple of days. I think uh, we play the seven o'clock game. The River Dogs play at four, and night night Kobe White's pitching for the Rays down there. I think he's. They, they said he was down there with them, so maybe we'll run into Kobe while we're there. Good stuff. Chris, thanks for your time. Good luck this week. All right, guys. Thank you. Take care. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimiteds, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with Proof This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Multiple tornadoes were reported across the state Sunday. Rich Thompson is the lead meteorologist with the National Weather Service. We had a series of tornadoes that started near the Mississippi River 
east, and then I read generally west to Jackson, Mississippi, and continued northeast. Two hard-hit areas include Calhoun City and Tupelo. We had a storm produce a tornado in parts of Tupelo and resulted in some damage. For more on the severe weather, visit supertalk.fm. And a double homicide suspect out of Louisiana was stopped following a slow-speed chase on I-10 in Harrison County. Shots were reportedly fired at the scene as authorities have now subdued 31-year-old Eric Smith, who's accused of murdering two people in East Baton Rouge. He then fled the scene with a four-month-old child in the car. The child, according to WLOX, was taken to a local hospital. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL, or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com, and on Facebook at AC Experts, or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. We need to continue winners and losers. We got that started before our conversation with Chris Lamonis, and that was fun with Chris. Yeah. Kind of going back to his roots a little bit at the uh, the Citadel. They say you can't go home again, but evidently you can. Apparently you can. So, uh, send us your winners and losers. Ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. 601 879 4395. We didn't get to any losers. Any other winners that you guys want to add? Uh, the 31 other general managers in the NFL for saving Mickey Loomis from himself. They are all winners. The Saints tried to trade up to not get a really high-quality defensive back like Patrick Sertan or 
somebody like that. No, they didn't trade up or try to trade up to get a really high-quality linebacker or even Justin Fields. The Saints were trying to trade up to draft Mac Jones, but nobody would take the bait. So, if you were mad about the Saints' first-round pick as I was, just know it could have been worse. And thank you for not dealing whatever they were asking for to move up to draft a quarterback they didn't need. Why are you anti-Mac Jones for the Saints? They don't need a quarterback. I'm anti-trading up, wasting valuable picks to get a quarterback you don't need. So you're settled on Jameis as the future of the franchise at that position? I'm not set on Mac Jones as the future of any franchise at that position. So I'd rather have a guy that's done it in the league and build in positions of more dire need than trading up, getting rid of next year's first-round pick to take Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay. That being said, if, if they had moved to take Justin Fields, Borky and I would have been jumping up and down in the uh, in, in our respective living rooms. I'd have been more okay with that than the alternative. Yeah. But they, I mean, they don't... They, Moving up to get field still didn't make any sense because why would you invest two years into Jameis just to draft a quarterback anyway? There's a little bit of a story that's kind of floating around out of San Francisco. And I don't know if this is like talk talk radio, Fox hot take stuff generated or is legitimate that maybe the 49ers weren't all on the same page with Trey Lance that the reason they traded up to three was to go get Mac Jones and then pressure, whether it was internal or external or otherwise, was applied to uh, make Trey Lance the pick there. I believe that. Especially the the conflicting information kind of tells you, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like they, they sort of cut everybody out of the process except for Shanahan and uh, and John Lynch. You were hearing reports that scouts found out when they made the pick. Yeah. So, I'm not entirely sure that Shanahan and John Lynch were on the same page. Maybe they were. Maybe that's just fun fodder after the draft is uh, is over. Speaking um, of that, real quick, if if Kyle Shanahan is listening, we all survived. We all made it to Sunday. Yeah, we made it. We're live. It's good news. Hey, I got a winner for you. Her name is Ashley Orcus. That ring a bell? Ashley Orcus is the goalkeeper for the Ole Miss soccer team. The NCAA soccer championship began, what, beginning of last week. And they played <coughs> Bowling Green in their first round game. Scoreless draw through 120, 110 minutes. And so they go to penalty kicks. And the way penalty kicks work in college soccer, both teams get five. Whoever's ahead after five wins the match in sudden death PKs. And if you have to go beyond that, then it turns into like legitimate sudden death. It's whoever's one up after a series of two kicks, and it goes on until it ends. So Ole Miss wins on the seventh penalty kick when Orcus gets a save and Bowling Green doesn't convert to keep the match going. That's in their first match of the NCAA championship. And then they turn around to play the number 8 seed Southern Cal, the Trojans. And they were down 2-0. 
and scored two goals in the second half to tie it to, at two, pushed it to overtime, pushed it to a second overtime period, and here you go once again, sudden death penalty kicks, and Ole Miss wins it 3-2 to two in PKs, and once again, Ashley Orcas comes up with a save to, uh, to keep it alive. They will play Duke on Wednesday at 11 o'clock Central Time in the Sweet 16. In terms of pressure in, in sports, I don't know There's that there are many situations more pressure-ridden than being a goalkeeper facing penalty kicks, knowing that your season is over if you don't come up with a stop. I thought there were, you know, maybe pitching in the ninth inning of some, of a big game, something like that. But that, yeah, because it's one on one. Yeah, it's yeah you, you're out there you by the yourself. Yeah, and yeah. and talking about not having an advantage. I mean, in hockey, think about hockey, right? The goalie is about the size of the net. I mean, he, yeah. he can fill it up yeah. easily. Not the case in soccer, and especially not in women's soccer. I mean, no. you're you're tiny in there. So yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's go to the. Um, Can we drop a loser in here first? Yeah. LeBron James is a big old loser right now. So his team stinks right now. Uh, Uh As as Lakers fans are learning, Anthony Davis is not an alpha and can't win by himself. Imagine that. Uh But... The Lakers are, they've lost six of seven. Um, They've been banged up and hurt, and so they're losing games. And because they're losing games, they might slip into the play-in thing where they would have to beat either Steph Curry's Warriors or DeMar DeRozan in San Antonio or Zion in New Orleans. This time last year, LeBron, leading a team that was the one seed in the West, was all about the play-in games, loved the idea. Yeah, we've got 10 teams that are close, so we might as well let them play it out to end the season. Now, fast forward just a few months later, LeBron James says that whoever came up with the idea should be fired. It's almost as if, rules for you, but not for me. He, he was presented with new information yeah. and changed his mind. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose to Steph in the play, and that's what he it doesn't. is. And so he's completely changed his mind. It's calling for somebody to get fired because the league created something fun and interesting, but he might have to play in it, and so therefore it's bad. Here's an idea. Get off your rear end and play in the game tonight and quit complaining about my ailing ankle. So, so, but the thing What's is, the playing do? game is... Is he like hosting a political fundraiser tonight? He's got to go raise money for some... LeBron... I've just about gotten to the point where I could go the rest of my life and not hear his name and be okay with it. Well, blame Borky. He brought him up. Yeah. Yeah. Any other losers? I mentioned Louisville a minute ago. I don't understand how they're still in hosting discussion, and hopefully they're not after this week. Their RPI is in the 50s. They're 23-14. and They got swept by Clemson this weekend. Dan McDonald, I know Dan McConnell, or McDonald, whatever the his name is. Uh, I know y'all, I know y'all <laughs> love him, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, is it McDonald or McConnell? But that team's not that great this year. I, I, I didn't realize how how bad they were uh, until I, this weekend when I was like, look at their RPI. Why are they in the hosting discussion? So Louisville, why not? There you go. Uh, Ceasefire text line, JP winner, SEC, SEC, SEC. 15 consecutive years of landing the most draft picks at 65, topping the previous record of 64 set in 2019. SEC was the only conference where every single member institution had a player selected. So you mean to tell me the conference that recruits the best 
happens to also be the best at putting players in the NFL. It's almost like there's a direct correlation between recruiting rankings and success on the field and players in the NFL. Stars matter. Almost as if that's real. Steven Turner says, I'm a winner. Seems like if I watch the game, State loses, so I turn it off. There you go. That's being a team player right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Winners, Ole Miss pitching, eight runs given up in three games, only two walks, no hit batters the entire weekend. Also, replay officials, two game-impacting calls reviewed and reversed correctly. It's nice when it works the right way. That's from Walt, uh, who says he saw the doubleheader in person. I will agree with you on getting the call right. I'm not like patting myself on the back. I think it was just where I was sitting. It looked like he got under the tag and was safe in real time. That was when Ole Miss was down in game three. South Carolina just hit the three-run home run from West Clark. Next half inning at play at the plate. It was called out in real time. It took forever to get a ruling. When the ruling finally came, it was in favor of Ole Miss. I'm sorry. In favor of or not in favor of, it just can't and shouldn't take that long. We got more winners and losers after the break. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass deeds in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Have an accident to I-20 eastbound. They're on the left shoulder causing delays just past Gallatin. Also seeing delays 20 westbound there at the stack and out in Hines County 20 eastbound. The heavy delays starting at the Norell exit. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings go to ccjl.com car care clinic we want to change your oil not your schedule nobody cares like the car care clinic for your automobile i wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy there is Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just open right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an Everybody Plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. (laughs) On Super Talk Mississippi. Jeff in Oxford a little earlier today says winner the Ole Miss softball team for far exceeding preseason prognostications. Pick 13th out of 13. They are very much a postseason team. And how about this? Over the weekend, so everybody has one off weekend and they play a non-conference slate. So Ole Miss hosted UCF. And you would think you probably don't necessarily want a top 20 team in the country. Rolling into your place for your open weekend before you go to Alabama, then get into the SEC tournament, the postseason. But they did, and uh, almost got the sweep. So good for them. Loser the NCAA for not rewarding Ole Miss softball with a host site. Eight SEC schools were uh, put into the mix for host sites for uh, softball. Ole Miss is not one of them. Uh, Brad in Burnsville shouting out Ole Miss baseball. He says Jack Doherty winner. That kid's come out of nowhere to be a legit contributor for the Rebels out of the bullpen. He says also Jacob Gonzalez, who was named Freshman of the Week, and Gunnar Hoagland, who was named Pitcher of the Week. 
Six innings, one hit for Gunnar Hoagland. Quinn says, Bork, I'm a loser. I was texting you yesterday morning only to realize that the show was pre-recorded. Yeah, it did. Uh, it, it, that wasn't the plan. It just how it had to happen with travel and whatnot. But I did a pick-by-pick breakdown of the first round. Uh, was not in love with the Saints. Ripped on the Packers, which was very easy to do. And, I mean, the Packers are losers in all of this. So, you have a disgruntled quarterback that they're going to try to convince to not want to leave. They're They're wanting to try to keep him around, as they should. But the news breaks before the draft that he's had enough. You remember, three years ago, he expressed a desire to be part or a better part of personnel decisions and they said no and last year he was mad that they drafted Jordan Love because why would they and they've never drafted him an offensive weapon in the first two rounds of the draft like it just it doesn't happen so he's mad he wants out and what do you do in the first round of the draft you pick a project defensive back that probably isn't going to play much for you in in year one what are you doing he wants out because you're not giving him weapons, and then you, then you do that. I mean, it, what are they doing? I agree with almost everything you're saying, but I also think Aaron Rodgers has come off as a little bit of a crybaby in all this. A little, maybe it's deserved. Maybe it's deserved. I think it's. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with what he saw Brady do. Will he take another snap as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, I think so. They they, they can't trade him. They'll never get any the value that they, they, they deserves. I don't think. He what if he forces their hand? What if he says, "I'm not playing for you. I don't I mean, need I guess, another penny for the rest of my life. I will not play for you." And I guess you have to do what you have to do at that point. But I, I don't think it'll get to that point. That we, I feel like we hear a story like this every now and then. It usually ends up the guy just plays and they figure it out. Yeah. I did hear somebody saying, I really would like to know, you know, we got to talk about they're their going back and forth on the contract. What's the holdup in the contract? Is it that he wants this unbelievably insane amount of money? Is it that they're trying to completely lowball him because they think he has no leverage? Is it he wants Jordan Love gone, period? Well, what is it? Yeah, that hasn't leaked out, at least from one of the two sides. Yeah. There was a report that he wanted the general manager fired, and that was the only way he was sticking around. And former teammate of his, A.J. Hawk, said, no, that's that's not it, and... If anybody would know, it's somebody that has direct communication with Aaron Rodgers, so apparently that's not what he's asking for. He might just want to get traded. I, I, it worked out for Brady. They're not building weapons around him. They drafted his replacement last year. Maybe he just wants to play somewhere else, and, and that's it. I mean, once you've decided that you're done somewhere, it's not really reconcilable, right? I mean, like, if you're in a relationship, if you're dating a girl or a guy, if you're one of our female listeners... And you know that there's an end. 
you don't love him or you're not going to marry him or her and you know it's over, go ahead and end it. Because waiting around and dragging it out is just going to make both of you miserable in the long run, so just cut it off. Yes, but unfortunately they're already married and there's a lot of paperwork going to have to be involved and a lot of assets divvied up to make this, make this uh, split make sense. Did I ask Bill and Melinda Gates for advice on how to do that? You can ask whoever you want. I'd ask Bill and Melinda Gates for some money, you know, pay off what they're going to lose on that. I'm saying if I'm Mickey Loomis, I'm offering Jameis and the next two or three years worth the first-round picks to get Aaron Rodgers. I would. And if they don't take it, they're fools. June 1st, Rodgers' dead money hit drops dramatically. Maybe he gets traded to somewhere crazy like Las Vegas. I love Borky's and Richard's comments on baseball slanted toward Ole Miss. That said, Richard and Borky, if you had to bet your house, who will make it to Omaha State, Ole Miss, both or none? House? Probably State. You're listening to WFMN Fort Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your true professional News. I'm Jared McHugh. President Biden says his nearly $2 trillion American Families Plan will benefit education in the U.S. 12 years is no longer enough to compete with the world in the 21st century and lead the 21st century. That's why my American Families Plan guarantees four additional years of public education. The president was at Tidewater College in Virginia. He also announced that he's raising the refugee cap to 62,500 this year, up from 15,000. Here's to you and your COVID-19 vaccination. New Jersey is taking a shot in a beer to a new level, offering a free beer to those getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Democratic Governor Phil Murphy on Monday saying anyone who gets a COVID-19 shot in May can take their vaccination card to one of 13 New Jersey microbreweries and get a free beer. Fox's Rich Dennison. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tanif recipients in Mississippi have begun to receive their increased benefits. As the result of a bill passed by the legislature, a family of three enrolled in the program will now receive $260 a month, a $90 bump which represents the first increase for the program since the late 90s. The Department of Human Services is now distributing May benefits and retroactively paying out the increase for April. And the 
Brookhaven Post Office has been renamed in honor of Deputy Donald William Durr, Corporal Zach Moak, and Patrolman James White. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and Congressman Michael Guest, who moved legislation through Congress to rename the facility, attended the ceremony today. In addition, a portion of Highway 51 has been renamed for Moak and White. Durr was fatally shot in 2017, while Moak and White were fatally shot in 2018. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk, Mississippi News. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. The Department of Health is launching a new resource to help vaccinate homebound Mississippians. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. We will get to every homebound person who wants to be vaccinated. So if you know somebody who wants to get vaccinated and they're homebound, please send us their name and information to covidhomebound at msdh.ms.gov. That email address again is covidhomebound at msdh.ms.gov. And the Department of Education has announced the 2021 Administrator and Teacher of the Year. Hailing from the past Christiane School District, the Administrator of the Year went to Mandy Lacey, the principal of DeLille Elementary. Mississippi's Teacher of the Year is Leslie Talley, a second grade English teacher at Law Home Elementary in Tupelo. Both recipients receive a $5,000 bonus and will share their expertise with other schools across the state. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm, rolling into the 5 o'clock hour on this Monday. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation, Ceasefire text line is the way to go. Are your video conferences lagging, VPN connections dropping, VoIP calls choppy? It's time to face the truth. Cable cannot support your business the way fiber internet can. Learn why at ceasefire.com slash Y Fiber. And, hey, don't forget that uh, Cotton State's Baseball Coastal is coming to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Cotton State's Baseball League, based in New Albany, has provided an incredible wood bat summer league for the last 12 years, and now Cotton State's Baseball is expanding and getting back to its roots with Cotton State's Baseball League Coastal. This June and July, if you're a college baseball player looking for a summer league, don't miss out. Be part of the best baseball in Biloxi. Six to eight teams, all college players, games on Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. They'll be played at both MGM Park and at Biloxi High School. Each team will play a 20-game regular season, getting started on June 4th. Season wraps up with the League Championship Series at the end of July. Barry Lyons has gotten involved with this as well, one of the great baseball ambassadors for the state of Mississippi. He was part of the 1986 Mets World Championship team, has been a baseball guy for his entire life. For more information about Cotton State's Coastal, give them a call, 662-539-2440. Again, 662-539-2440. Visit them online at cottonstatesleague.com or check them out on Twitter and Facebook at Cotton States. It is time right now for the College Football Fix. Football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road in the 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Draft. Draft, draft, draft. Two guys from Mississippi State taken, both in the seventh round. Two guys from Ole Miss taken, Elijah Moore in the second round, and Royce Newman in the fourth round. Let's start with Elijah Moore. Second pick of the second day. You know it had to be disappointing knowing that there were so many mock drafts that had him going in the low to mid-20s. Titans at 22 were a possibility. Uh, There were some other teams that you thought maybe... Maybe not that the Saints were really going to go offense there. Hey, Dad, and I talked about this some on Friday. Had to feel good for him that he didn't have to wait long on Friday night. And going to a you know a team getting a fresh start with a a new quarterback. They obviously are going to try to you know put some some weapons around. I think yeah, that's as good a fit as any for for Elijah Moore. And uh, you know, I think he's a really talented football player. I, I think he'll be successful. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I was surprised when the Titans especially passed on him. I mean, obviously they need a defensive help, but their wide receiver two and three are no longer with the team. So it's AJ Brown and then shoulder shrug. I don't know. And so that would have been a perfect time to take a wide receiver. Instead, they went 
defensive back who didn't play last year and recently had back surgery. So that pick better hit, and he better be healthy, or else the Titans are going to be kicking themselves for a while not going receiver there, instead taking a flyer on a talented, albeit recovering from back surgery defensive back. That's where I thought he was going to end up. I was surprised to not see that. And then uh, the other option, uh, Baltimore. Uh, Bateman's a bigger guy than Elijah Moore, and so maybe that's what did it. He doesn't play that much bigger, though. What is he, six foot, like 210? He has the measurables, but when you watch him play, he doesn't play like a big wide receiver at all. So if that's if that's what steered Baltimore towards one over the other, they're going to learn the hard way that that size is deceiving for him because he doesn't play like a big wide receiver at all. Um, Ceasefire text line, anyone put their finger on why Elijah didn't go in the first round? Uh, round? That's from Dwayne. I, I mean, I think if you're looking for a reason that a guy who's projected to go somewhere between 22 and 50 ends up going 34, you're going to be looking for a long time. I mean, it's just, you know, what, what does a specific general manager want? What does uh, a head coach want? And if it's not exactly what they want, there's somebody else that they like just a little bit more than you drop. I mean, it's just that simple. There, there's not a science. This is not a deal where you can follow the science and you know you're going to get 100% correct answers. Oh, wait. Sorry. And, and like you said, I wouldn't exactly call it a drop. Yeah. I mean, Second that, pick, second round, not bad. Yeah, that's and, and right good money in the middle associated with that as well. Of course. Um, you hate that it's the Jets, but at least Adam Gase isn't there anymore. Good point. <laughs> it is an entirely new set of personnel, presumably more competent than the ones that they had recently. So, Royce Newman goes number 142 overall. That's a fourth-round pick to the Green Bay Packers. So maybe he can help protect Aaron Rodgers. Or Jordan Love. Or Jordan Love. Fifth-year senior, good for him. Feels like that's a good, solid franchise by which to be drafted. Yeah, even with the Rodgers situation, if you had to make a list of just franchises and cultures and football teams that you want to be a part of, that's a top ten no matter what. Yeah. Hey, Dad, Marquis Spencer at number 243 in the seventh round to Denver. Drafted at that point, there's, there's work to do when you get to camp, but... That's a really nice opportunity for a really good player. Yeah, honestly, from a, like a pro potential standpoint, Spencer is probably the top guy that State could have could have had drafted. He's you know a really good defensive lineman. The league always needs really good defensive linemen. Uh, I, I think he has an opportunity there in Denver to, to to you know stick there for a little while and sort of see where his career goes. And then Kylan Hill goes at number 256, also part of the seventh round to Green Bay. An opportunity, perhaps, for a little bit of a fresh start for Kylan Hill. And whoever said the Packers don't draft weapons for Aaron Rodgers? They got got him an all-SEC running back. I think what's the best part about this for, for Kylan Hill is, and you just mentioned Royce Newman, but there are so many Mississippi State guys on that roster. There are four former MSU players on that roster, including Elton Jenkins, who he would have played with. So he goes up there, and yeah, it's a fresh start. But he's got some support system there. He's got some of his some of his former teammates and, and former Bulldogs that will maybe watch his back a little bit. So we'll see what happens there. 
I'm a little surprised he got drafted in, in the end. I didn't think it was going to happen, but you know, we'll see what happens. It's he, he's got the talent to make the most of this opportunity. We'll just see if he does it. True or false? The most important thing for Kylan Hill is going to be him keeping his head really screwed on straight. Yes, 100%. The ta- like I said, the talent's there. When he gets the football in his hands, he can do things with it. And the question is, what kind of teammate is he going to be? How's he going to be in the locker room uh, from there? We'll see. Yeah. Ceasefire text line, thought more to Kansas City would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> that would have qualified as the rich get richer. Uh, we'll come back to the baseball question. Kenny Yaboa got Rufus, uh, Rufus Frenched. Not surprising at all. And then there was another question about why didn't the tight end from Ole Miss, who sat out the last two games, get drafted? That was from Tony. Um, Yaboa was, was on the a, 10 best available early, like late in the sixth round, and, and never got picked. This sounds harsh, but I'm going to say it's because he can't or didn't. He either can't or chose not to block, and he dropped too many passes. If the tape matters, that's why. Yeah, it's really that simple. I mean, he's not a good enough pass catcher to overcome the lack of either willingness or ability to be physical at all in blocking. And in the NFL, oftentimes it's stupid, but tight ends are having to block for at least some amount of time true defensive ends. And if you can't do that, then you better be the best pass-catching tight end that they can find. You better be a weapon. And while he's got the skills to be one, not even anywhere close to consistent enough. So so this is not at all surprising. Mike in Oxford says Ely is a better blocker. Uh, No question. I assume Yaboa got an undrafted free agent contract. Where did he end up? New York. With the Jets. Oh, I didn't no, I'm that. sorry, with the with the Giants. Jets. Oh. Well, which yes. is it, guys? It's the Jets. It's it's with the Jets, because he and Elijah Moore were tweeting back and forth at each other. Okay. That's right. We'll see how that pans out. Mike Bianco will join us next, head baseball coach at Ole Miss. His team fresh off a sweep of South Carolina. They are currently scheduled to play Arkansas State tomorrow night, weather permitting, and then we'll head to College Station this weekend. We'll talk with head coach of the Rebels after this on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass deeds in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Have an accident, I-20 eastbound. They're on the left shoulder causing delays just past Gallatin. Also seeing delays 20 westbound there at the stack. And out in Hines County, 20 eastbound. Heavy delays starting at the Norell exit. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated. 
Hood Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Carter Jewelers is having our annual balloon pop sale, and it's a good one. This is how the balloon pop works. After you have made your jewelry selection, you pick and pop a balloon that will have a discount voucher of at least an extra, and I mean an extra, 10 to 30% off your entire purchase. All balloons win with discount vouchers up to an extra 30% off our May Madness sale prices. You're not going to beat our sale prices the way they are, but with the extra balloon pop discounts, the savings are incredible. All purchases include complimentary lunch for two at the award-winning Aladdin Mediterranean Grill. And Dad, don't forget to tell them about our 12 months interest-free financing. And don't forget about our no-credit check financing. That's Carter Jewelers, the oldest business in Jackson, located on the corner of High and State Street, and at the Pemberton Kroger Plaza in Vicksburg. Sale in Saturday, Mother's Day Eve at 6 p.m. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, we're rolling along with you on this Monday afternoon. We talked to Scott Barry in the 3 o'clock hour, Chris Lamonis in the 4 o'clock hour, and now Ole Miss head baseball coach Mike Bianco joins us right now. And Coach, normally I would start off with a big weekend in review question, but I just want to skip to what I thought was the coolest moment of the weekend. You decide to pinch hit Tim Elko uh, in the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday night. I was not working, so I was sitting in the stands, and there was this unbelievable, like people kind of slowly realized what was about to happen. And even while he was standing on deck, it got louder and louder and louder. And then before his name was even announced, as he's walking to the plate, it just goes crazy. I know you're locked in on the game. Did, did you realize what was happening as it was happening? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, you, you, I, the thought would, you know, he would get, you know, some some type of ovation like that. But I, I think everybody was kind of uh, taken back, uh, just the affection that the fans showed and uh, you know their appreciation for him. And you know, you, you like I, Richard, have been in that stadium for a long time. And I, I don't really remember an, uh, a moment that, you know, beyond you know, success, hitting a home run or something like that at a crucial time, just a guy being appreciated by the fans. I don't remember a time like that. That, that was really cool. 
We had somebody mention it on the text line, and I kind of saw it happening in real time. I thought the home plate umpire, I think it was Kevin Sweeney at the time who had, had, had to come into the game, I think he even realized what was happening, and he kind of allowed the moment to play out, dusted off the plate and kind of got out of the way and gave it a minute to breathe, which I thought was really cool. I think you're right. I, I noticed that as well. And you know, Kevin Sweeney, uh, you're right, he, he was the fourth umpire, kind of the substitute there when – Jason Bradley uh, got hit in the, uh, the mask and had to come out of the game. And but Kevin Sweeney's a veteran umpire of our league and a guy that actually did the SEC championship a few years ago uh, when we beat LSU in that championship game, which I think you did. You know, did the game on the radio. Uh, he was the plate umpire, I believe, in that game. So yeah, he's a veteran umpire. I'm curious from your perspective, when you saw that foul ball, ball that knocked his mask out, everybody checked on him, and he stayed in the game, but a pitch or two later, he, he looked wobbly, and I thought from your perspective, you were kind of, you almost kind of popped out of the dugout as if to say, I don't know if you need to still do this. Is, is that accurate, or did I completely misread that? Uh, probably a little misread. Um, he had turned to the, our, our dugout and had said something, and I couldn't understand him. Yeah, he's got a mask on, and of course, uh, a mask and a mask, right? A, a COVID yeah. mask and, and, a, and, a, and an umpire's mask. And then he said a few, and then I stepped you know, towards him, and because I thought he was you know, just saying something to us, and I didn't know what he meant. And uh, he said, I, "I need your trainer." And uh, when he said that, I knew I knew he, I, he obviously wasn't feeling well, and you know, was going to have to leave the game. Yeah. Weekend on the whole, this was a really important weekend going in. You knew that. Your players knew that. Fans knew that. It, you needed to win the series. You you come away with the sweep. So what, what's your takeaway from this weekend? Well, you know, I think really it goes back to the end of the weekend where, um, you know, it's not a secret that you know, we lost four weekends in a row. Uh, but it's, it's I don't know if I've ever been in a place where not only have we not had success on the weekends as far as results, but didn't feel like we're playing that poorly. You know, usually when you lose a few weekends, you can point to something. Uh, but, but really, you know, in all those weekends, uh, we usually played really well in one of the games. In the other two games, you know, usually had opportunities, at least in one of the good games, to, to win the weekend. And so close against some really good competition. Um, and so you're waiting and hoping that, you know, we're going to just – play a complete uh, weekend and we're going to be able to put three games together and uh, play very well uh, like we did earlier in the season and fortunately we did you know and, and I think that's really my takeaway is you know we really challenged the pitchers in the defense uh, because when we had success against Auburn and Alabama and others when we had success you know in the, the weekend the opening weekend in Texas against those three top ten teams. Uh, we did everything well, but what we really did well was pitch and play defense, and we knew we had to get back to that. We're talking about a weekend where we don't commit an error uh, uh, and, and really pitch it well. I mean, I think if we gave up maybe 12 runs, uh, not, not even 12, maybe nine runs on the weekend. And so uh, just an outstanding job. Did – we, we've talked with you before about hitting being contagious for, for whatever reason. Guys get confidence. Can can bullpen success be contagious? Oh, I think so. You know, we've seen it here. You kind of go, not just the bullpen, but I think the, the pitching staff in, in general. And, uh, and the truth, truth of the matter is, in those weekends, you know, previous to this past weekend, 
it, it hasn't been like the pitching hadn't shown up. I mean, you know, you look at Doug and Gunner's numbers, you look at Broadway's numbers, you know, and, and some of those relievers and some of those starters in Diamond and McDaniel have had really good days or really good moments. But I think collectively as a staff, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find a weekend out of the last four where we say, hey, we really pitched it well. You may say, hey, Doug pitched it really well or Gunner pitched it really well or, you know, McDaniel or, or Diamond. But collectively, for, for most of the guys to pitch well like this weekend, uh, that hasn't happened. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it can happen. Uh, I've watched it happen in, uh, in the past. And you know what they kind of not only feed off each other, but I think like hitting, you start to gain some confidence where the pressure is just not on you. When you're not having success or the guys in front of you aren't having success, it puts more pressure on the guys behind them. And I think that's offense and defense. With Gunner on Friday night, you know, outside looking in, surface level, he's on cruise control. He's only given up one hit. His pitch count's in great shape. He's given you six innings, and then you decide to go to the bullpen. Did, did you know going in there was going to be a certain point where you were going to say that's enough? Was he tired? Was was he? What, what was that all about? Well, great question. And, and really, I think going in with just missing one week, you know, sometimes that can kind of – be a boost for you. You know, you look at, uh, like the Casey who missed, uh, you know, three weeks. He jumps out. He's electric and almost, you know, rejuvenated that arm. Uh, Gunner, on the other hand, his stuff was really good, uh, and very similar to what he's pitched with all year. But I think what we were, well, at least what I was looking for is one of two things. One, you know, when would he hit the wall? Uh, when would velocity start to tick down? Or number two, when would the command start to, you know, uh, get away from almost impeccable command, which you're used to when, when Gunner pitches? And that would be the moment, one of those two things. Either the velocity ticks down or he just looks like, you know, he's struggling with the command. And, and I think that could be a little more iffy with, with Gunner because even when he's not at his best command-wise, that's better than most. And so in that sixth inning, uh, even though he gets three outs, uh, his velocity, you know, he started, you know, throwing a thing. He hit an 88, which he never does, uh, or seems to never do, and threw a lot of balls at 90, 89, 91. So the velocity was starting to pick down, and we knew it was time to go get him. What about the decision to bring in Taylor Broadway? And, and you did that in back-to-back games where you had four-run leads, so it wasn't a save situation per se. Does that just underscore how important this weekend was to get game one regardless of what you had to do and then to win the series in the same way? I just think it's hard. You know, Everybody knows we haven't been great in the bullpen besides Broadway. I think one of the things when I look back at this past weekend well, that will get forgotten was – you know, how really dominant and how sharp Diamond was in the two innings to get to Broadway. And, you know, previous outings we had to, you know, there, was, there wasn't that bridge to get to Broadway. And to use Broadway for one inning on Friday night, we know he can bounce back and pitch, you know, the, the next day. And so uh, I just didn't feel that it was right. He's been over the last four weeks in some messy situations. We've brought him in in 30 innings with, you know, the tying run at the plate in the seventh. And just felt like there was no need to do that. We're up by four runs. Let him have a clean ninth. So if something happens, the guy hits a double. It's not, uh, you know, college world series, national championship type pressure pitches. You know, the week, this weekend, or start off with him for this weekend, just three outs. And so let's bring him in with a clean slate. And then almost the same. 
same on Saturday. We got a chance to win the weekend. He's ready to go. He only threw 15 pitches the day before, so it was a no-brainer. And then in game three, he was ready to go. He said, yeah, I can pitch again. I feel really good. And I thought we asked enough of Jack Doherty with a two-run lead. Didn't want to bring you know uh, uh, Broadway in for his third outing of the weekend in less than 24 hours and have the tying run at the plate you know, to just yeah. give him a little space. So that was the decision in all three games. Did um, were you worried when Taylor Broadway was calling for that pop fly in front of the dugout? No, uh, to be honest <laughs> with you, I was scared that that, that Baker was going to run into him and mess it up. You know, I, I was perfectly fine with letting Broadway catch it. Broadway was an All American two way guy in junior college, so uh, he's got freedom to catch as many pop flies as he wants. Coach, thanks for your time. Big weekend coming up in uh, Texas A and M, and hopefully the weather cooperates for a game against Arkansas State tomorrow night. I appreciate it, Richard. Thank you. That's Mike Bianco joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Really interesting explanation, and uh, I think one that makes a lot of sense with regard to how they use Taylor Broadway uh, this weekend. And then you have Broadway going to Mike Bianco and saying, I'm good, put me in again. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be back after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
Calling the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 just tough is like calling me, D-Nice, just a DJ. Call it fresh with an available interior work surface for putting in work or getting in lunch. Call it connected with standard SYNC 4 technology plus a huge available 12-inch touchscreen. Call it capable with available Pro Power onboard outlets for tools or turntables. Call me D-Nice. Actually, tough this smart can only be called F-150. Introducing the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Built Ford Proud. Built Ford Tough. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. TANF recipients in Mississippi have begun to receive their increased benefits. As the result of a bill passed by the legislature, a family of three enrolled in the program will now receive $260 a month, a $90 bump which represents the first increase for the program since the late 90s. The Department of Human Services is now distributing May benefits and retroactively paying out the increase for April. And the Brookhaven Post Office has been renamed in honor of Deputy Donald William Durr, Corporal Zach Moak, and Patrolman James White. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and Congressman Michael Guest, who moved legislation through Congress to rename the facility, attended the ceremony today. In addition, a portion of Highway 51 has been renamed for Moak and White. Durr was fatally shot in 2017, while Moak and White were fatally shot in 2018. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. On this Monday afternoon, we have completed our baseball trio with conversations with Scott Barry from Southern Miss, Chris Lamonis from Mississippi State, and Mike Bianco from Ole Miss. I thought his explanation of the way they used Taylor Broadway this weekend was interesting and really makes a lot of sense. And while Mike didn't say this specifically, I think some of what they were trying to accomplish this weekend was to reinstill some confidence. Mikhail Baker played a good, clean weekend at first play, uh, first base. Jacob Gonzalez played really well at short over the course of the weekend. Uh, Dunhurst had a good week behind the plate. Outfield did a pretty good job all the way around. And then the idea of kind of creating some no-stress situations for Taylor Broadway's there's something to that, I guess. Yeah, the bigger development is the fact that... And I'm not going to criticize a coach for having a guy throw fewer than 50 pitches on a weekend. I know it was three appearances, and I know that he's got to get warmed up, and it was two in one day, but it was fewer than 50 pitches. It's a college yeah. kid. It's not like you threw 140 last week and then threw another 127 this week. It was, what was it, 45 total pitches in two days? He'll be fine. But the bigger development is the guy you mentioned earlier and then Derek Diamond becoming viable bullpen arms. Uh, That is the biggest takeaway from the weekend, aside from the fact that they had to have this weekend. They stopped the free fall and then emphatically stopped the free fall by sweeping. But now they played clean baseball, which is something they hadn't done in a few weeks. And you may have a couple more options that aren't Taylor Broadway here that you can rely on to get outs in significant moments. Yeah, I think you're onto something. I mean, we we talked last week about the graphic that they put up on the SEC network about the Ole Miss bullpen over the previous four weekends, those twelve games where they had an ERA of eight and change, and this weekend the ERA was like point eight for the bullpen. You can live with that. I mean, hey, Dad, I remember last week when we talked about that number, you you kind of did the, like the, the Ernest P. Whirl from Ernest Goes yeah. to Camp face, the, yeah. that, that, that face, and deservedly so. But, I mean, just a complete flip of the script. Now, South Carolina is not a great hitting team overall, but they are a team that has hit 58 home runs on the year now. And the ball that Wes Clark hit in Game 3. Oh, my goodness. That's probably one of the five longest home runs I've ever seen to left field. It hit basically at the base of the scoreboard in left center. Goodness. It was a bomb. So. Uh, Ole Miss, man, they, Ole Miss got exactly what they needed in basically every facet. And then some. And you talk about, you know, confidence. Well, confidence comes from winning. You know, it's, to me, it hurts your confidence when you do things the right way and you play well and still lose. By that same token, look at Mississippi State. Didn't play well, but won. So probably builds confidence there, too, that, hey, we can we can play, you know, we don't have to play our best game. We find a way to win. When we do play our best game, we're probably unbeatable. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, That's what's been so frustrating and why I was so critical over the last four weeks because they didn't lose four series in a row because they played teams that are markedly better than them. They they. Lost four series in a row because they played like crap, or, or there was a bad decision, there were bad fielding mistakes in game one against LSU. 
stuff like that. I mean, it was they, they lost four series in a row in part because of things that they did. And this weekend showed you what they're capable of. They just have to make that consistent, and they can win everything. Uh, they can meet every expectation if they play like they did this past weekend for the rest of the year. There's no doubt about it. Hey, Dad, the, the flip of that, and, and Chris Lamona alluded to this, said Mississippi State didn't play its best baseball this weekend. Right. It wasn't super clean. They didn't just hit the ball all over the ballpark, but they rose to the occasion in the moments necessary, whether it was with uh, with Tanner Allen with the walk-off home run or you know being able to get the outs they needed to get in game two and still managed to get a sweep. That's... There's something to that, yeah. and it feels like you're like it's. There's like a razor's edge there of kind of playing with fire, but at the same time, even when you're not your best, figuring out ways to win. I think coaches love a dirty win more than anything else in the world. A win where you get the win, which is the most important thing, but it's full of, of coaching points. I think coaches like that more than just about anything else. They want a game where their team wins, but still could have been so much better because that just gives them opportunities, right? Like, hey, we won, and that's great, but we could have done this, and we could have done that, and could have done this, and it would have been a heck of a lot easier. I think that's what a, a coach, if you ask them, they would probably rather win a game 3-2 to two where you have a bunch of issues than win 15 to nothing, and there's just no problems. Switching gears, let's go to a question on the ceasefire text line. And I'm glad this was asked because, for whatever reason, I had not thought of it. Hey, Dad, what happened to Errol Thompson? Undrafted free agent, ultimately signs with the Atlanta Falcons. Am I crazy for thinking that Atlanta's really going to like this? Yeah, three former Bulldogs going to the Falcons. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Uh I thought with Thompson, you remember back during basketball season when we were talking about Reggie Perry, and I said, you know, 20 years ago he would have been a top-five pick. I think the yeah. same thing is true of Errol Thompson. You know, 20 years ago, a sideline-to-sideline, side middle linebacker, big thumper like that, probably a top-15, top-20 pick. Nowadays, you know, where can you leave Errol Thompson on the field in passing situations? Can he cover tight ends man-to-man? He's just an old-school middle linebacker, so I think he can be successful. I know the attitude is good. We are talking about Kylan Hill a few minutes ago. Not a problem with Errol Thompson. That guy's a leader, and he'll do the right things, but he's definitely not today's middle linebacker. How does he compare to Benardrick McKinney? Oh, McKinney's a freak athlete. He doesn't compare okay. at all. McKinney's a, okay. a guy who, you know, for his size, runs who, way who's too been fast. fantastic in the NFL, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. T- Errol Thompson's more of a four-seven guy. McKinney's more of a a four-five guy. I mean, he's just just not not the same kind of athlete. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about two tenths being that big of a difference, but it is absolutely that difference. big yeah. of a difference. Yeah. Another question on the ceasefire text line: Will Ole Miss be a regional host, and do you think they could possibly be a super regional host? Ole Miss put themselves back on the plus side of the regional hosting conversation this week. If if regional hosts were announced today, they would be one. They they yeah. they just would. Yeah. Um, the record's good enough. The league record's good enough. The RPI is good enough. The strength of schedule is good enough. You know they 
kind of answered the question with, you know, a sweep, a weekend series win. I do think that there is one thing to to look at. You know, we, we, we've talked a lot, lots of people have talked a lot about four straight series losses. And there's something to that. But we've also talked about you got 30 games in the SEC and they all count the same, right? So when you really break down Ole Miss's postseason resume, and I don't know the answer to this, is the committee going to look and say, well, they lost two out of three four weekends in a row? Are they going to do that? Or are they going to look at the data points on the resume in terms of who are their wins against? Okay, they got to win against Texas, got to win against Texas Tech, got to win against TCU, they've got to win against Arkansas, they've got to win against Florida, they've got to win against Mississippi State, they got three against Alabama on the road, they've got three against South Carolina at home. And are they just going to add all of those up? And when they say, when it's all said and done, look at it and go, wow. This is um, this is a good enough body of work. Is the committee going to look at four straight weekend series losses, or are they going to look at the number of wins versus the number of losses, regardless of when they came? Do you, I mean, do you, do you guys have a gut feeling on that? That's that's a good question. And you know, does the, do they really and truly take everything as a whole, or do they break it down? If they look at it as a whole, then Ole Miss is in great shape. If they don't, they're like, well, they did this, then, you know, yeah, that could be a problem. You know, that's why winning this this past series was so big because, you know, you, you assume Ole Miss is going to lose the Vanderbilt series. That would have put them in a situation where they might lose six out of eight series to finish the year. That's, yeah. that's no, Nobody's hosting doing that. So let me that's ask why you, this let me ask you a so question big. here. Yeah. In terms of top 50 wins, which do you prefer? 11 and 8 against the top 50? Or thirteen and nine against the top fifty. I'd rather be thirteen and nine because you have that's two more wins, and I know those are that state versus Ole Miss. Now Ole Miss has the win over Arkansas, and they have the extra win in Texas that State didn't get. Yeah, State's eight and eight against the top twenty-five, three and zero against twenty-six through fifty. Ole Miss is nine and seven against the top twenty-five, and then four and two against the top fifty. State's got some opportunities this weekend against the top 25 team to add to that number. Ole Miss will not get that opportunity until two weeks from now when they host Vanderbilt. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Have an accident 55 southbound ramp to 20 eastbound. They're on the right shoulder causing delays there at the stack. Also 20 eastbound just past Ellis Avenue and plenty of delays. Hines County 20 eastbound between Bolton and Norell. Also delays 55 southbound basically from Lakeland all the way down to the stack. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. By now, you've heard about the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry this weekend, but there's more, much more. 
I'm John. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Fire Cushion Diamonds have already arrived directly from New York. These incredible patented fire cushion diamonds are the most brilliant, most gorgeous cushion-shaped diamonds in the world. And Junikers is proud to be Mississippi's exclusive dealer. Half-carat fire cushion diamonds starting at less than $1,000. Three-quarter carats for just $2,000. And one-carat fire cushions starting at just $4,000. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing, interest-free. Millions in Diamonds directly from our cutters. And the incredible Fire Cushion Diamonds. All at the Jennifer's Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands. Three days only. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th. We'll see you there. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to the supertalk.fm slash YouTube page. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, and sports. 
and the good things happening here in the state. And don't forget about the podcast. If you ever miss any of the show, you can always get it via the podcast, free wherever you listen to podcasts. Search Sports Talk Mississippi and get the latest Sports Talk Mississippi podcast on your device anywhere, anytime. And, of course, you can get Thunder and Lightning, the Rebel Report, the Borky Show, or the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast, all available completely for free. What about SEC standings? I mentioned we were going to get to this, and we don't have a lot of time to go deep on it. You look at Arkansas leading the West. They get another series win this weekend. LSU managed to get one. They got game three on Saturday night in Baton Rouge. Arkansas 15-6. and six. One game in front of Mississippi State at 14-7. and seven. Two games in front of Ole Miss at 13-8. and eight. Then you got Bama a couple of games back after their sweep this weekend, 11 and 10. They got all three from Missouri. Then LSU's at 7 and 14. LSU's got to make up some ground against Auburn and Alabama in the next couple of weekends. There's one other series mixed in it in there. I'm not sure who it is. LSU's running out of time, though. In the East, you got Vandy and Tennessee both at 14 and 7 after Vanderbilt loses the series in Gainesville this weekend. And as I mentioned earlier, here come the Gators, one game back at 13 and 8. Then it's South Carolina at 11 and 10, Kentucky at 10 and 11. Same thing for Georgia at 10 and 11, and Missouri at 5 and 16. So, Mississippi State has series remaining against South Carolina this weekend. And then they are back home for help Missouri. Missouri. And then in the final weekend of the regular season, at Alabama. At Alabama. Arkansas has series left against... Borky, we did this in order earlier. Um, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida. Florida, and Tennessee. Yeah, Not necessarily in that order. Definitely they start with Georgia, though. And it's yeah. the two difficult series to end the year. And for Ole Miss, it's Texas A&M and then Vanderbilt. And then at Georgia. This thing is wide open. I was shocked when I saw the SEC standings. Uh, genuinely shocked. I mean, I guess it's the same thing as last week because both Ole Miss and Mississippi State won three games this weekend. But yeah. that underscores the value in two things. Sweeping, number one. The va- Chris Lamona said it earlier. You don't expect to get sweeps in this league. So the value in sweeping is a big deal. And State's got three. But not getting swept. Yeah. So Ole Miss lost four series in a row, man. They went from number one to outside of a regional host, but they did not get swept in those four weeks. And that is the reason they are able to still be involved in the SEC West race. They're not involved. They're right in it with three weeks to go. And State, had they not gotten swept by Arkansas, if they just won one game, they're tied for they're tied for the yep. SEC lead right now. Yeah, it's, it's it could be funny to see State win the SEC despite going five one and five against Arkansas and Vanderbilt. It could be funny to watch Ole Miss win the <laughs> SEC West despite going two and four against Arkansas and Mississippi State. That's sort of where we are, though. Yeah, whistle about that clown. <laughs> That's a different clown, not our clown. Yeah, yeah, different one. Is there still two of them, or is it just back down to the one? Because I've only seen pictures one, of the one this. year. I don't want to be too too much of a jerk, but I think one of them passed away. Oh. 
Well, you know, predicting how the next three weeks are going to go for any of those three teams, I mean, do so at your own peril. Arkansas has not lost a series the entire year. And yet they've gone now, is it four straight weeks without a sweep? They won two of three against Ole Miss, two of three against Texas A&M, two of three against Auburn. 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 LSU was what they played this. Played this two of three this past weekend against Auburn, LSU. LSU. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, I heard you say that, and it didn't register. I was trying to. I was thinking then, whether or not Auburn was two weeks ago or not. Georgia, Tennessee, Florida. I mean, it feels like they'll win those series, but are they going to sweep them? That's why State has a real opportunity here. If they get another sweep, they're tied. They get two sweeps, which is possible. They're going to win the SEC. About out of time. Think, Any grill yeah. reports from this past weekend? That's on the ceasefire text line. I was working, man. I didn't do any, do any cooking. That's this weekend. Yeah, the only grilling for us was uh, sitting in front of a hibachi grill last night for the beginning of my daughter's birthday week. Oh, man. Yes, I said birthday week. A baby girl will be 11 on Wednesday. Whew. Give her a week. Yep. She deserves it. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Let's do it again tomorrow just after 3 o'clock. Have a great Monday night. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.